Yeah, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Anxiety in the Hood. As always, I am Jay. Got the homie Pat here in the building with me. Pat, say what up. It's good, people. It's been a long time, you know. I have to get that mental health in sometime. Definitely, definitely. You know, stay for a little bit, but, you know, we here. Been a ready. lot of stressful stuff going on, but we want to talk about something today that was brought up by request. That is identifying your triggers, and we're going to be talking about safe spaces. They go hand in hand, triggers and safe spaces. So we're going to be getting into that. Uh, I guess we can just get right into it, bro. Like, I want to ask you um, if you've been able to identify any of your triggers, right? Um, If you don't mind sharing what those might be and how do you cope with them, uh, do you have a safe space to go into, you know, to kind of counteract those triggers, things like that, bro? Let me know, Pat. Right. I mean, you know, some triggers, um, they they might be small, you know, and I, I need to realize that I shouldn't react to them. But, you know, for instance, it could be, you know, um, a particular situation you're around and, you know, knowing like how you move. And someone could do something around you, and you, you, you could just, in that instance, just realize like the difference between you and that person. So you know, I definitely try my best not to overreact, but you know, there's times when you do, and uh, you know, I think in reaction to my safe space, I would definitely say it's probably my crib, or if I'm in my car and I'm just zoning out, listening to music, mm-hmm. or. Whatever I'm doing, like, I can notice, like, those are, like, the times where I'm, like, not thinking about it or, you know, so it's definitely a challenge. Like, it could be anything could be a trigger, like, honestly speaking, where you have to identify when, when it's, like, how much, you know, you want to invest into that, you know, so I'm trying not to invest into the small little, you know, scenarios that happen, but trust me, bro, it's too hard. I I don't know if you have a, a different outlook to that, but. You let me know what you think on that. Throughout my mental health journey, one of the main things that I have uh, come across and learned is that triggers can be um, identified as people, places, and or things. And I'm just wondering, like, have you had experiences where, you know, a trigger has come to you in the form of a person or the form of of a physical place, you know? Or um, or something, you know, if, if you can give an example. Oh, yeah. You know, um, one trigger uh, would have been, uh, you know, I remember I hit you up about it was this scenario and with these last conversations having where I seen this fuck boy who just generally just, you know, like I said, we had a fight or whatever the case may be. And I just feel like I'm just going to let those situations live. But like, you know, I should never making a a situation like a person or a thing or a place as a trigger but you know it happens like we're all human but um you know that would be one of my triggers just people doing like fuck shit around me like talking crazy like think you ain't gonna say nothing like those are little things that i don't know like me asking people like who raised you like if you really coming out and doing things maliciously to to trigger me or anybody Mm -hmm. i'm telling you it's So, like I said, I don't, you know, I don't know if you have any. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, you know, 
get your your information out there and see, you know, if anybody can relate to that. Shout out to our listeners, you know what I'm saying? Um for me, I've been I've been getting extra, extra good at um not only identifying, but like immediately reverting to my safe space in order to, you know, counteract any of the triggers. So um there are triggers. There's certain like um they're like neighborhoods where um I get triggered as as far as like traumatic shit, you know. Um for instance, like I'll never forget the day and the time when y'all called me about the edge shit, right? You know. Right. I remember where I was and everything. I try not to like go back like and I don't be in that neighborhood often, so like I try not to like go near there because it it has triggered me. I went there once before and it it hit me. I remember like, yo, I was standing right here when they called me. You know, so I haven't been over there in a while, so that's definitely a triggering place for me that I've noticed, you know. Um, As far as uh, people, you know, when it comes to triggering people for me, it's it's mostly just the people who are um, insensitive to mental health, uh, overtly negative people and genuine assholes. You know what I mean? Like I've had people who be like, you know, yo, I, I you know, I, I'm down with what you're doing. I, I, I respect the fact that you're trying to destigmatize this, and I'm willing to learn, you know, and this and that. But a lot of times they're like disingenuous. They're not for real about it. And what it is is that they like if you're if you're an asshole. Let me just put this out here to anybody listening. Like if you're an asshole, like that's cool. Like, all right, you an asshole. Like, we can label you that, and yo, that's just you. But people who are dealing with mental health issues that are trying to do what I'm doing with this podcast, we can't help y'all. Like, you know what I mean? You have to really change your ways and want to, like, genuinely be like, oh, okay, this is what y'all be dealing with. This is what, you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's people who are just assholes, and it's like, For instance, I'll give you a situation where, you know, people who are like that, it can't be that they did or said something wrong to you. It always has to be that you're too sensitive. It always has to be that, you know, your mental health is the the issue. Whereas, like, like they can't even consider apologizing. That's that asshole shit. And I just, those people trigger me the most. And I really just try to stay away from people like that. Oh no! Nah, you know what's crazy is that I'm you was able to identify that because, you know, in times it's hard to identify those things. I had to really dig down deep and realize what was triggering me and what was getting me to this angry point. And I'm not gonna lie; it's hard. Like I'm gonna let people know, like just because talking about it or trying to, you know, it is hard. I'm going through something right now where I'm trying to figure out, like what to do and how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Because I know it's a trigger. But um, all I can say is, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm, I'm have the opportunity to even talk about it, mention it, you know. So it's, it's definitely something that, you know, if anybody's going through something, trust me, like we've been saying, like don't try to deal with it on your mm-hmm. own or mm-hmm. don't, you know, good to try to reach out to somebody. I want to uh, segue into the safe spaces, um, you know, talking about you know gen like 
overtly negative people, disingenuous people, assholes, etc. Like that, the, they're the reasons why the safe spaces exist because they're not allowed there. You know, you can call it what what you want. You know, this new generation or people being soft or sensitive, but it's like I had to come to terms with the fact and recognize that that shit is imperative for my survival. You know what I mean? Like if I want to have the best mental health, if I want to keep making it, if I want to stay here on this fucking earth, I need a safe space that I can go to where, you know, only the people I want to be, uh, that I want to be in there are allowed in there. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's crazy to think like that, but like for real, like we all have our little support system. We all have our, you know, whatever it is that keeps us going. And so for me, whenever I'm triggered, I have to fucking, I got to jump right into that, that safety zone and just be like, all right, I'm here. I'm good. Like, and that's, that's where I have to reside mentally until I'm no longer triggered because while we're triggered, we can do dumb shit. You know, uh, we can hurt people. It's just, so, you know, I'm becoming more self-conscious and aware of, you know, how to utilize my safe space, how to kind of counteract, like, people who trigger me, places that trigger me, you know. I would say things that trigger me, if there's a thing, I would say it'd it have to be social media. You know, I'm trying to limit my, my time on there and just use it for promotion and, you know, and make some jokes here and there. But, like, it's, yeah, it's, uh, that's all the stuff that, that I've noticed are my triggers. No, I remember you saying that, and you know, I mentioned, you know, you mentioned it, you know, in one episode that, you know, if you ever did fuck with social again, it would be like you would, you know, follow cat joints. Yeah. No lie, bro. I've got to the point where, like, I started, like, I went through all my social media to the point where, like, I don't want to necessarily even follow anything crazy, like, and it's not because I'm not trying to hurt nobody. I just don't want to. I don't want to be following joints that it's twerking like none of that crazy stuff I, i'm not into that yes it's like yeah it's you know. such a tricky you know it's like whatever we see on there our brain will perceive it store it for later think about it stew on it like well what did they mean by this post what was that about you know what i mean this is all um directly related to mental health i swear social media and mental health is like super connected, you know, and one is not good for the other. I agree. I agree 100%. Like, there was a lot of people who say they had to, like, you gotta look at, look at the patterns of certain artists, like, my man Travis Scott deleted his whole Instagram, like, it's time you're gonna need uh, that to get away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at Braun when they whenever they go to the playoffs, Braun just delete his shit and come back after they win the chip or whatever. Like that's that's some smart shit. Like you don't have the the time or the mental space to be distracted by, you know, people's posts or whatever the fuck, you know. So I think that's that's a smart strategy. No, I definitely agree. Like I was just saying that to myself today, like you know, like you say, you use yours for promotions and things of that nature. And the same thing, like, I usually don't go on like that. Like, you know, here and there, I'll see videos. It's funny, whatever. But I barely fuck with, with, with social like that because it's so petty. Like, like I was just saying to you before, you know, this is a trigger, too. 
you know, as we've been mentioning, you know, being in a relationship or having mental illness or whatever the case may be, one of my biggest triggers in a relationship aspect or anything is having someone go through your phone as if that they pay for it. Like, come on, bro. Like, mm. no one got no time for that, especially when you're not doing wrong. Mm. I, I think there's a lot of things that people need to, to learn about themselves mm. and how they can trigger someone because, honestly, I'm like, who got time for that? You know, it's interesting that you bring that up. I mean, I, I think that has a lot to do with mental health also because I feel like when people have that personality profile that they're going to do that and then they go and look through people's things, it's like, you know, my wife and I have a saying about that. It's, you know, if you're looking for something, you're going to find it, you know. So people right. are already looking for something. Like they've already made their minds up while they're looking, you know what I'm saying, because they want to find something. That's my my interpretation, you know. But you know, like I said, you know, we don't want to make that to be, you know, I'm not saying that it's okay to, you know, put people in a scenario to, to feel because you could trigger people too by doing certain things. And I'm trying to learn for myself not mm. to trigger people. Yeah. How about yeah? That's good too. Uh triggering behavior, you know. Anything. You know, like I don't want to be out there doing that. That's not my intent. That's not my goal. Yeah. If any go out there to, you know, put someone in a situation, I I, I don't think that's the type of people I need to be around. Like you said, mm-hmm. like there's there's comfort spaces. Like when I have issues with certain people, like I said, I go to my crib or yeah. my car or somewhere. Like I can zone out. Like I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Like, like if it, you if you find that you go somewhere um, mentally. Can you can you describe that that place a little bit for us? Like just as far as like whether it's somewhere chill, whether it's somewhere where you can just you know what I'm saying just burn one and relax, like whatever that place is for you. Like if you could describe. It. Yo, bro, you know what I miss? <laughs> I miss going to Mark's window. That was a safe space, bro. Oh shit! Shout <laughs> yeah, yeah, out to the homies, bro. Like. Shout out to Mark, Mike, Beans. I never wow. thought, about, like, when you say that, it's funny because, like, that's how I consider situations when I move forward in life. No matter what developments we all had, I grew from my friendships with y'all to learn through things. So, you know, I look at friendships more like a, a brotherhood. And so definitely, you know, safe spaces being, you know, whenever I get to a situation, like I said, Sometimes it does feel mm. good to be able to hit you know hit you or whoever and be like yo, this with the scenario we be able to talk about it. So, you know, for me, I feel like I'm fortunate to have, you know, my friends and certain family members who I talk to. That's what's yeah. up. I mean, and that's that's the main thing about this is that yo, this is my safe space. So it's like whoever I fucks with, whoever I'm comfortable with, whoever I know I don't got a question that they got real love for me. That's the people I want. And it's probably only like three or four people, but you know what? That's what's up. You know what I mean? As far as all that other shit, uh, people following you online or people who think they know you, but they don't really, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I could never have that type of shit, that situation in my safe space. Oh yeah. Because, you know, it, and I was talked about this on a previous episode where it's like, you know, I can't entertain um other other people's thoughts about me because with my mental health 
what ends up happening is I go back and forth on myself, you know. I'm right. not perfect, never claim to be, but I try to feed myself positivity on the daily. So I try to lift myself up and just say, yo, you're a good person. Um, you deserve good things. Um, you know, just just try to do shit like that. And if someone comes along and says, you know, you're not a good person, actually, um, you know, you deserve the worst and this and that. I'm prone to believe it. That's where my mental health is, that I'm not like, you know, uh, I go back and forth on things. Like, oh, maybe that person was right. Maybe I am, you know, a bad person or, you know, and that shit sucks, you know, that I'm not, um, you know, I've been me my whole life. I like, I should, I should feel confident being me and knowing about myself, you know, for instance, I know everything that I've been through mentally. A lot of people wouldn't have survived that shit, you know, so I know that mentally I'm a warrior. I know this, but there are times where I can be triggered and just, it throws me off. Like, Oh shit. Like this person said this about me. Maybe I am that, you know, which is crazy. Like niggas don't know me. I know me, you know, that's the hard, that's the hard part about it, bro. Like what you just said helps to, to think about what you just said. Like I'm in the same boat as you, like I could be, feeling like a million dollars if somebody could come around and say some stupid shit like oh you're a bum nigga or you this you that and I'm like yeah, right. I know I'm not. but in, in my head I think about it so much because then I'm like damn like what could I have done to show different so it's definitely not like I don't feel like I should have to do that like never again in my life would I do you feel do you feel that there are like pros and cons with uh, the methods of safe space, like as far as, you know, like for me, for instance, I feel like I, it's great. It's very, um, like the pros definitely outweigh the cons. But one thing I will say is that, you know, by limiting my interaction with other people, uh, it almost feels like, because uh, the real, the real, the real world is ugly. Real life is full of assholes. So it almost feels like I'm in the matrix a little bit when I'm in my safe space. And I also feel like what you said, yeah, bro. And I and I also feel like I'm missing out on social experiences that I would have otherwise like, you know, right? Yeah, like you know, like, and I'm not saying like I need more friends or this. What I'm saying is like I know myself. Like I used to be, you know, social powerhouse, bro. I used to go out, make niggas laugh. Like yo, we don't. And now, bro, there's times where I'm like, yo, I just don't want to deal with nobody. Like I don't want to, you know. And it's I don't I don't want to say it's out of fear, but it, maybe it is. It's like out of fear that I'm gonna encounter the one negative person for the day that's gonna throw my whole shit off. No, I definitely I know what you exactly what you're talking about because I've been there. I know exactly the like it's almost too surreal that you say you're talking that because like it's the same thing I go through in my mind. It's like I say to myself like, oh yeah, nah, I'm cool. There'll be days I'll be so I'll be with it. I'm like, yeah, I want to hang out, do whatever. And then be like you said, there's days where I'm like, nah, man, like I'm just gonna chill in the crib. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, because other things besides that. Like I said, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows, right? But you, many of us with, you know, anxiety, depression, like we have to make sure that we try to surround ourselves with that 90% of the time, you know, because it's like, yo, if I'm already feeling down, if I'm already like putting myself down from time to time, 
I go into a, an environment where that's you know that's what it is, and 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 everybody else is doing that, or they or they ready to put me down as soon as I walk into the environment. That's not conducive for my mental health, you know. Oh yeah, no, I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, if you rather be in the situation where you know you don't even gotta have to even think, rather than saying like, oh, I put myself in here now, I gotta see where I could be at, because like, there's been yeah. times where I've been put in a situation where I have to be like. I had to tell people straight up, like, yo, I don't want no drama, and shit happened, and then I'm like, damn, like, why was, why did I do it? Yo, and it's why did, I knew that it was gonna happen. It sounds bugged out, right? When you, you everywhere you go, or if you go online, you see people be posting your good vibes only. I seen stickers, good vibes only, and it's almost like cliche, but there's a reason why people are saying this shit because. Good vibes is what, to me, what makes the world go round. Like, it'll take you from point A to point B, you know, with the quickness, and you feel good as you're doing it. Whereas people with that negative shit and them negative vibes, you know, it, it just makes you, like, not want, like, you just go back into your shell pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, if everyone was more accepting, honestly, I feel like, not only would would we as people like be able to go further and 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 you know get more shit done, but also like, bro, when, my boy, I don't know. So my, uh, Martin was on the podcast, you know, uh, a couple episodes ago. To go, shout out to him. Like he said that he start he starts doing shit in public. Like I don't know if they're like social experiments, um, but he says like, yo, if he's seen somebody. You know, wherever he at, in the hood, he on the train, wherever. If he likes somebody kicks, he like the outfit. He's like, yo, I dead ass just be like, yo, that shit is hot. Yo, I like I like those kicks. I like, because you know what I'm saying? He's like, what the fuck they going to say? Like, you know, most people want compliments, right? Most people is like, they with that. But it's just, it's like, they make you feel weird about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. No, I exactly know what you're talking about. Like, for instance, like there was this social experiment online where this kid was on YouTube and he would go up to people with nice cars and be like, yo, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people were like, you know, they would say it, but then like you could tell how like off-putting the question was. Like, yeah, they probably like, felt mad weird. And they were like, what you like, why are you coming up to my car? Some of these people had like Lambos and all kinds of shit, you know what I mean? Nah, they've been, and they should be used to that. They know why he's looking at the car, bro. You got some exotic shit, bro. <laughs> like, you got a nice car. Don't, don't, don't underassume that people just want to know. Like, cause, like, like I said, like, it made me laugh. Cause, dude, he would go up to mad people, and be like, "Oh, what you do for a living?" And they was dead telling him. They were like, "Yo, I do this for a living. I do that." Yeah, so that probably like, wouldn't be my first question. It would be my first thought, like. Yo, what do they do? They that they pushing this right now. They whipping this. Right, like but I want to know. It wouldn't be my so- first question. I probably would be like, "Yo, like, how much this costs?" Like, you know. I would want to know, like, real what circle I need to be in in order to accomplish something like that. Ain't this on some the pursuit of happiness type shit? Right. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, I just need to do what you do so I can get this whip." <laughs> Right, like, or you live in you live in where you got like ten rooms and six bathrooms. Like, how? Like, yeah, like, you yeah. those are you know what? Those are some good questions to be asking, and it all starts with 
those type of compliments and like, yo, I like this. I like, you know, that's nice what you got or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no need for us to not, first of all, compliments go such a long way. Like, honestly, you make somebody's whole fucking day with a compliment, bro. It's funny you say that because I'm not going to lie. My girl said that all the time. She'll always be like, compliment goes all, you know, far and whatever. And I'm like, I understand that. I'm not saying like, you know, Everyone deserves, uh, like you said, a good compliment here. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like I'm not saying that, like if that's not a true statement. Like that's very true. Like I've noticed it. Like I, I just think, like I don't know, like man, like I, it's not that I have a hard time doing it. Like of course, like I love my girl. Like I'm sure you would say the same thing about your wife. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like it's you have to understand it. You have to understand exactly what a person looking for or what they're asking for, you know what I mean? So because there's gonna be different situations you're gonna be in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I really have to start really thinking about that because like some of you man it it could I don't know man. Yeah I, I find it all to be interesting man just the dynamic between people and why it's so much harder to be to be kinder and and nicer, you know what I mean? And I guess what it comes down to probably is the the stigma still, you know what I mean? Like, especially where we come from, bringing it back to the namesake, you know, in the hood. Where we come from, it's like, I'm more than sure the general reaction would be like, yo, you know, if I ain't know you, Pat, and I just seen you, you, you on the street and you had some fly shit on, and I'm like, yo, that shit is fire, bro. Like, will you get that away? You going like, first, like, we in the hood. You gonna be like, oh, he trying to lie me? Like, what? Like, what is? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, re- I remember telling Shorty this story, and I don't think I ever told you this, but back in the day when I was going to Roosevelt, I remember these sneak. I think it was Jordans that were coming out at, at that time, and the dude was like, "Yo, like he was talking to me," and I knew, like, I knew something funny was happening. But I didn't. I didn't act on it, bro. Dude, lined me up, bro. Wow. Yeah, no cap. Like he fucking, like yo, bro. I could have lost my life, bro. Like real talk. So yeah. the shit kind of fucked up a little bit. But I try not to think about it too much because, bro, I don't know, man. Situation had me fucked up. Like dude was like, like he had me go into. You know how, like, Roosevelt looked? So he had me go into one of the hood buildings over there. Like, bro, like, I think God to this day, because, like, I was like, yo. Like, stupid shit could happen. That shit happened to one of my classmates in Rose, too, where he was in a barber shop and they caught him slipping. They, long story short, he, he left the barber shop with, with no shoes on, bro. They, he had on the Iverson joints, the, um, the answers. They, man, they just. All I know is he went in the barbershop with him, came out straight sock, bro. I said, "Damn, bro, you." God, I didn't even like like we used to cut ass in school. Like I didn't even clown him because I felt like, nah, this is some serious shit, bro. Like, like I said, I don't know. This mass scenarios, I think I'd never share with people. Like, there's a time out, you know, and like it's funny how we could talk about this relate because like, yo, bro, like, like, that's not the first time some shit happened. Like, I, I remember being 
<clears throat> at the bus stop or whatever, and dude like try to pull it, pull it, pull it like a little knife on us. Like me and my man, we were like, what? So trust me, we just, yo, bro, it's just been too many scenarios mm. that I had to really like to think, think about. To be, I like, think that's what shapes people's like opinion, or like that's what shapes people's like immediate reaction to a to a compliment in the hood. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, what, like, what are you like? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Normally, normally the next question is like, yo, them sisters. Hot, yo, I like those. Yo, what size? Like, nah, bro. Like, what you mean? They your size. What's up, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know how many times people be doing that? Like, nah, they your size. What you, what you trying to do? Yeah, like, it'd be too much. You're not even trying to come like that. You'd be like, nah, that's that's not what I'm trying to say. It'd be too much, boy. You know, um, you know, also, I think too that you know where we're from. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Big Apple. Like, where we from, I always say this all the time, New Yorkers are, like, ranked number one at minding their damn business. So, you know, to go from, like, not saying nothing to you at all to somebody stopping and saying, yo, I like this, I like what you got on, like, you really going to feel like, like, yo, like, what is, like, okay, like, you know what I mean? It's going to throw you off guard for sure. Like, you really going to think twice. Oh yeah, you, de- you definitely have to like because now you can think that like, people trying to find me, like what's going on here? Like, like you said, am I in a situation where I don't know what to expect? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's you know it's kind of messed up that that's how we have to really think mentally. Like we have to really be prepared mentally for like that split second of. Yo, is this a compliment or are we about to get it popped? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it sucks that that we got to be like that as a people. I I I'm not sure, you know, listeners. Shout out to y'all. Hit us up um, if your experiences have been a little different, or if you've experienced something the same where you think twice. Like, yo, like, what is this about? Type shit. You know what I mean? Like, because I always wonder, like, is that our insecurities? Is that how we've been taught? where we from is that how we've been conditioned and raised like it's it's a lot to think about there like i would love to like break that shit down because in doing so we're probably going to find a way to get past it and not take it a certain way going forward you know oh no i definitely agree with you you know you know like you said shout out to the listeners shout out to anchor you know shout out to you know spotify you know where we can reach out to you guys i definitely would like to hear what people have to say because it's definitely, you know, when I talk to certain people, they say it's not, it's not just me. So I feel like it's good to hear that people out there are, if they're not experiencing the same thing, at least they, they know, they understand what at least I'm going through personally. And, you know, there's been some good results from it. Like, I've had some good people say some good things and, you know, it helps out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I definitely want to, you know, continue that, like you said, that good vibe, like, that's what you know you look forward to you look for good vibes most definitely i think i think we as people naturally should and most likely do gravitate towards uh you know good vibes and positive vibes you know what i mean like if me and you was walking down the street bro and we look down the block to the right we see some like 
boys or like some shit popping over there. Like it looked like some bullshit going on, bro. Trust and believe we gonna go to the left, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Just to say, like you know, in in real life, in the real world, we don't know like what what awaits us when we go to the left, but we can definitely see that the right is not for us. Like oh shit, like I'm not gonna go down that way, like. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know uh, what I mean. I'm just saying, like, gen- genuinely, people, and, and, you know, mentally and physically, we're gonna want to go to towards something that that suits us, that's good for us, or that we perceive to be good for us. I've been there. I've done. You know, I, I'm actually still wondering how to to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And it's something daily, uh, something daily that I want to do. Not just oh, because you know I don't want to do it for no, you know I want to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. I think everybody gotta, you know, when you realize that you know there's a bad situation happening, take yourself out. You know, remove yourself. You don't always gotta be a part of something. You know, I know that best. Like, trust me, bro. Like, that's why I said when I when I called you that night, knowing like. I didn't know what to do, bro. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it be. Because honestly, it could have went one or two ways. And honestly, like, I feel like, you know, I'm glad I handled it the way I did. Because, like, honestly, I don't need no more drama in my life, bro. Like, that's the last thing I need. Like, yeah. I think that's the last thing anybody needs drama in my life. That shit is definitely the opposite of goodbye, bro. <laughs> You know, um, switching up a little bit, I was just thinking about this right now. Like, you know, a lot of times the uh, the climate in our life uh, kind of kind of like amounts to triggers or equals triggers. Uh, not not talking about the weather, but like for instance, like just what's going on in the world. Like, we just had an election you know we just asked it was wild um holidays are coming up like you know it feels like trigger city for for a lot of people uh i know holidays are definitely a, a trigger for me i'm always like touch and go with the holidays now recently where i'm like yo this is like too much i feel like there's like a holiday etiquette and like with family members you gotta have conversation with each and every one of them. You got to be able to talk to each and every one of them uh, the way they want to be talked to with each conversation. You know what I mean? Whether you're talking to a kid, whether you're talking to an adult or whatever. And it's like, it's so much of a social like responsibility with holidays that sometimes I feel like, yo, I'd rather just skip the whole thing. But, you know, I get that sometimes family members will take it personal. This is like the first holiday season where I think the the family members, they get it and they they don't take it personal anymore. They're like, all right, if he's feeling up to it, he'll pull up. If he feels socially overwhelmed, he's either going to dip out early or he won't pull up, you know, and they, they totally get it now. But um, I wanted to ask you, like, as far as, like, you know, with what's going on in the world and the holidays approaching, like... Do you get triggered? Do you find yourself getting triggered at all? Or, and, and, like, how do you deal with that? Oh, I'm not going to lie. I think I get the biggest triggers now because I feel like, you know, like you said, like, yo, know, bro, like, this would be the... I mean, you know, I spread the holidays. I try to. But nowadays, it's like, 
I've been put in the box to say, all right, well, this year is going to be a no go. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to do it this year. Like, and it sucks. Like, I want to go and spend time with the fan, but like you said, with this COVID shit, like, it's over, bro. Like, yes, exactly. Like, they shut shit down, bro. Like, I heard, like, you know, now if you travel out of Pennsylvania, you. It's like when you come back, you have to get Yeah, I mean, this is this is the this is gonna be the toughest time for holidays. I've already been seeing some news reports about how, um, you know, elected officials as well as doctors are recommending, like, you know, just skipping out on the family gathering or any kind of like gathering for this holiday season, and. Um, you know what, man? It's you know people are gonna do what they want to do. I, I it's I, I can't call it either way. I know that the the five or six folks that that want to do something, I've been around family all year and we all been tested, so I feel safe. But at the same time, you know, outside of COVID, it's like, damn, am I good mentally? Like, can I can I um tackle a night of being socially active and not cringing if I think I said the wrong thing or, you know, making, oh, no, you know. Right. It's, yeah, it's a lot. <clears throat> For me, anyway. I, you know, out to the listeners, please let us know if y'all feel the same or what y'all think. You know, um, a lot of it feels like undue pressure, but this is what anxiety is. You're going to you're gonna put unnecessary pressure on yourself, and you're gonna rethink things and, and overthink and think twice. Man, did I say the right thing, or did they take it this way? If I said, you know what I mean, shit's wild. Definitely is, bro. Like I definitely would hope that, like you said, the listeners out there, I hope you guys understand. Like, you know, it's gonna be hard not to, but you know, unfortunately, you know, due to circumstances that we're in, like, like just now, like. You know, I have family had to cancel. They like, yo, I don't think we're gonna do it. I was like, I understand. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. automatically was like, I understand. Like, you never know. Like, Word. You never know. What and you know, know, the older, the older family members, you know, what I'm saying they got a right to feel some kind of way too. Like, shout out to Mom Duke, man. She's like, yo, I'll be, I'm scared to like really do some shit. Like, yeah, of course, everybody want to link up for Thanksgiving, eat some great food, and chill, sit around. But it's like, yo. Do we want to risk it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what about that? You know, <clears throat> like I said, the four or five people you've been around and we all been tested. It's like, yeah, we Gucci. We've been chilling. But what about, you know, Uncle So-and-So coming from down south and ain't nobody seen him in a minute? You know what I'm saying? Like, like we, and then what are you going, what are you going to do? You're going to ask for people's testing statuses before they pull up to get a plate? Like, this shit is just, this shit is ridiculous. So it's no, like... No, no you gonna laugh. Mom dude literally just told me that her friend invited her to her crib, but her friend was like, yo, before anybody can eat, they're gonna have to get tested. Like, on oh, nah. You know what, though? Like, my mom got some, um, like, for for my little brother, friends that was coming through, she got the joint where you could take the, check their temperature at the door. Yeah, that's what she was saying. That's what she was thinking about doing. That shit is funny, bro. But this is what it is now, bro. This is this is what it's come to. 
It's wild, dog. You know, but I think that we as people just have to try to do the best job we can navigating these kind of triggers, um, these kinds of like uh, climates and, and, and what's going on and all, you know what I mean? Because it's like, again, I'm in my safe space when I need to be. And it's in, in, a, in, a, in a safe, legit safe space. You know what? You're not you're not stressing about deadly viruses. You're not stressing about what people think about you. You're not stressing about um, you know how much um, problems you got. You know, <clears throat> a legit safe space is like, yo, I'm I'm living for here and right now. I'm relaxed. You know, I'm around people that I know care about me. And everything is going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? And when you come out of that safe space, you know, whatever issues, they're still going to be there. But you just, oh, yeah. you know, you got, you just got a little bit of reprieve. You just got a little bit of relaxation. You just got a little bit of like, yo, you know what? I'm not, this ain't going to kill me. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to figure this out. Like, you know, we need that, man. We need to afford ourselves those type of, mental breaks those type of feel-good moments throughout the day where it's like yo i'm gonna be all right like i got it like it's gonna be fine like that type shit you know what i mean we gotta tell ourselves that because a lot of times and it's sad then there's nobody else that's gonna tell you that right <clears throat> no i definitely do Like eventually, like, like if I'm over the whole situation, you know, I'm going to try to hear Charlie talk to a little bit, but like, I think okay, bro, like, triggers shouldn't be, like you said, like, safe space situation. Like, you shouldn't feel like, oh, like, I can't, you know, and I'm yeah. trying to learn that. And, you know, after this conversation, you know, you know, talk to the listeners, I really feel like I am going to try my best, but it's just, you know, I got to control certain triggers. Like, I really do. Like, I mean, and it's a work in progress. It's not everything where I feel like, I, right, you know, I'm wrong. But when I'm wrong and you know you're wrong, you know, you're going to have to make it better. Thanks. You know, and, you know, for our listeners right now, I don't want um, anyone to just think of the term triggers and think automatic, like, uh, negative, you know, regarding the term, because something that I have learned on my mental health journey, even with my therapist, is that there is such thing as like positive triggers. You know, there are things that you can see, you can uh, you can hear, smell, touch, taste, whatever, that will um, remind you of your safe spaces. For instance, like uh, for me, the smell of lavender for some reason. Because I got a lot of lavender, like uh, oils and sprays at home, it reminds me of home, and and home is definitely my safe space. You know, um, somewhere where I'm around uh, cats. You know what I mean? I told told my therapist that she laughed, but I was like, you know, my safe space is because that's my domain. So when I'm home with my two cats, it's like, yeah, bro, I'm 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 safe. I'm chilling. So when I see cats out and about, like that's like a, that's a, a a positive trigger for me that reminds me of my safe space like oh shit you know cats I got cats at home um, you know so those are the two things that I've noticed 
that remind me of my safe space. And I think that's just my mind reverting to like, oh yeah, these things, these things make me happy, you know? So it's like, you want to be happy. You think of these things kind of have to trick your, your brain a little bit. You do sometimes. I agree a hundred percent with you, like, and that's why I said like that made so much sense of <clears throat> why we came up with the concept because it's like it's crazy how I, when, we, when we first initially start talking about it, I had to think. I'm like, yo, like you said, it's not just about like, oh, oh, this is a trigger, that's a trigger. It has nothing to do with that. It's just you know, like just working through. Like working through the things that you, you have to work through, like pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. All all we can do at this point is trying, man. I think that's like half the bat the battle, you know. Um, I I had put something out there today. I tweeted it and said that, um, you know, I think I said acknowledging when you are or have done wrong is the first step toward becoming a better version of yourself because you know what i mean there's a lot of people that are out here and just in denial and think that they just they don't do no wrong they can't have done any wrong and you know when it comes to triggers mental health and safe spaces you know a lot of times you know somewhere somebody somewhere did some kind of wrong in order to trigger a person, they may not have meant to, but you know, in order to trigger a person, thus causing that person to seek out a safe space, you know, to deal with that trigger. Um, and I just think that the best thing to uh, to deal with, uh, you know, to do when it comes to this is that, you know, if someone brings up to you, hey, you know, you did this, or you said this, I was triggered. It made me feel X, Y, Z you know um, right okay. i think that people should you know to take that serious not not make a joke out of it not say that this person is uh soft or or whatever whatever you know negative shit that they could say at that moment i think that they should genuinely take it serious um and try to try to work around you know not letting that type of shit happen again whatever whatever it may be you know, but the the reality of it is, is that we're a long way from that. And it has a lot to do with, like I said, uh, the stigma of it all. And until we can get to that, you know, there's going to be the need for, for safe spaces for a long time to come, you know. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like I said, you know, it's, it's going to take time. It's never going to be overnight. You know, we don't want to put the perception that we're in a point where we're, you know, we're like at this status. I know there's a lot of people that deal with things and I'm not afraid to admit to myself that I know I go through things, but you know, it's about the progression and where I want to see myself get to. Mm-hmm. And I, I generally can say, I don't want to have no one put me in a place that I can't take my own self out of. So I definitely can say, you know, it's definitely good to, to talk about it. Most definitely, bro. You know, and, um, this, you know, again, for our listeners, this podcast here, for instance, is always going to be a safe space for y'all. Um, it's, it's definitely a safe space for me and my brother, Pat, you know, just to talk about what we go through, how we get through it, how we deal with it, you know, and um, 
and how we hope to just continue to get better. So, you know, having said that, we hope that we didn't trigger anyone today. In fact, quite opposite, we hope that we helped someone today. Um, this is definitely a short one, but, you know, triggers and safe spaces. We can do a part two to this if uh, if y'all want, you know, hit us up. Definitely of course, let us know. Have to, you know, we're going to have to also set up some type of, you know, because like you said, I wouldn't mind listening to the, the people who do listen or not. Um, you know, I'm going to definitely try to put the links up more on different platforms so people can, you know, listen. And, you know, I appreciate the people who do. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, we want everyone to know, like, this is the most safest place to come to to talk about whatever. And we would like to hear other people's opinions. And, you know, again, you know, with me and Jay, you know, we're going to continue doing this. I like doing it. Yeah, man. So, just, just breaking down and crushing that stigma. We want to uh, hear from more people that relate to what we're talking about on here uh, and more people that are down with the mission, which is, like I said, just, you know, overall kindness, destroying that stigma, and, you know, and kind of, kind of, you know, I guess nullifying the need for, for safe spaces going forward. You know, if we can all be nicer, we Gucci, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, you know, just getting ready to wrap up. Got an appointment with the therapist and a few, so, you know. Um, Definitely hope that goes good, man. And like I said, I'm not going to lie to you, Jay. Like, from you going through what you go through and your experiences, it's definitely, like I said, once again, I want to say it helped me out. I told Ben that, too. You know, shout out to Bean. But I tell him like, every time something goes on, I feel like there's, like, like I'm learning from it. And mm-hmm. it's crazy because of how much it sticks with me, so. I can always say I appreciate those times where, you know. Yeah, look at look at what we're doing here, bro. We talking like I think more people, um, should should talk. Like, just I'm a big advocate and proponent for talking about your feelings and stating what you feel for the people who who are genuinely willing to listen, take that feedback in, and then react accordingly. Like, okay, this is how this person feels. You know, let's try to treat them this way instead of that way. You know what I mean? So it's like, and all we can do is just continue to talk about it and hope that people will um, respond and react accordingly. Definitely. Definitely agree. My guy, man. So you, you, you know, you got anything to add before we get up out of here, bro? I mean, you know, I don't want to antagonize anybody, but, you know, I just want everybody to know that I'm proud of my Giants. Hey. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I don't get to really gloat, what but, is, you know. Yeah, we, bro, what is this, two, three wins now, bro? This is, like, the third win. Seven, my G. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I can't even sit here and be like, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, you know, when you look at the NFC East is scenario, scary right now. You look at that, it's like, you know, I, all I hear on, on, on you know, Sports Center and shit is like, oh, who's going to get Trevor Lawrence and – all of these people were Yo, coming out. That should uh, get the first pick, college. man. But the problem is, um, the Jags are horrible too. Like, there's a lot of like bad teams. So, I see a lot of things happening because, man, <clears throat> you know, putting football to the side. Shout out to my man James Harden, man. I think my man James Harden was sick and tired of living in 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 those areas and my man was like yeah nah, i want to come to brooklyn i was thinking this that's a new thing right? i don't know like, if that's a i know he won a championship right and he feel like yo i'm not gonna get it out here in houston 
But also, I think right. I think he really trying to get on his BK bullshit, bro. I really think. <laughs> yeah, he, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I think I think James Harden wanted to come to Brooklyn so he could just like I don't even know, bro. Like, I don't even know why. Like I know why, but so is it gonna happen? Like let me know. Like I know why. I would like I know to see why that. KD went there because he fucked with Jay Z heavy and all that. But I'm wondering why Harden, like, we going to see, man, how that shit going to work out. Yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy trades, man. My man CP3 over in Phoenix. Yeah, they doing a lot of, like, like right now the Bucks. The Bucks are making yeah. all these moves to try to keep Giannis there, right? Because he only got a year left. I think my guy, he yeah, I think he going to. If they don't get the if they don't get where they want to go this year, whether it's like the finals or the actual chip, I think Giannis is getting up out of there, bro. I see him on the Sixers, bro. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna cap. You know what I'm mad about? I'm mad about the Lakers. And the only reason why I want to say that to the fans, and I'm sorry, whoever's a Laker fan listening, the Lakers do too much, bro. Like, why do you need Rosen? Duran Rosen. Why do you why do you need him? Like, Bro, they, the I mean, Lakers is low key Voltron force. Nigga, they building up. They definitely <laughs> be on time. Lakers is fucking uh, Thundercats and shit, bro. They got, yeah. they got, <laughs> they just acquired the best bro. players in the league. They got like, man, they space jam. They rotate pieces. So, like, if one person leave, they're like, I bet we just going to get him now. We just like, they just. Right, like you're just gonna get a uh, like I don't want to say better, like I think, but like I think Danny Green they tend to get the best players. I don't know if Danny Green staying. I think he was gonna leave or some. Sh- I don't remember. But he, it's him, yeah. Koza, and somebody else. They gave up because my man P, um, PG might be going to. I forget where they said PG going to. Well, I just know he got this a lot of the fucking Clippers, bro, because he ain't do shit less. He ain't do shit Niggas but, was like, yo, get out of here, bro. That's yeah. a wrong move. Man, all of it was wild, my guy. Man, mm-hmm. you know, sports can be triggering for some, too. For some people, as you can see, it's a safe space for us right now. As long as I don't have to talk about the Knicks or the Giants. That's it. <laughs> <good enough. laughs> but, it's you definitely. know, it, it, we, all, we all need to have uh, something like that positive in our life to talk about, laugh, and have some source of like happiness from so uh i hope that you know speaking of that that we've provided some of that for you here today you know um we're gonna i'm gonna try to be a little uh more consistent with dropping but there's a lot of stuff going on and when we need them mental health breaks we damn sure take it you know um yeah you know what I'm saying? I just I just want to say shout out to y'all, the listeners, man. Much love to y'all, much respect. Appreciate y'all for rocking with us. You know, y'all got a lot of choices. Um, but we, we thank you for rocking with us, man. That's a fact, and I hope everyone have a happy holidays. You know, maybe we'll try to do some shit after, you know, the holidays. You know, we'll see what, what we can come up with. Hopefully, man. Pat, tell them where they can find you at, bro. Oh, man. You could definitely hit me up on Instagram. You know, that's Slim, uh, Slim Fat Boy. Also on Twitter at BX underscore Teddy. And definitely, once again, you know, I just want to shout out, you know, uh, Anchor for allowing us to, to use the site. You know, check us out on Spotify, Apple, uh, iPad, um, podcast, Apple, excuse me. Yeah, you know, everything. Uh, you know, 
Yeah. Hey, yeah, man, y'all can get at me on Twitter, Stadium J, with your, with any of your questions, um, requests. Like this episode was a request, um, you know. And uh, yeah, shout out to all the platforms that we on. Y'all can y'all can check us out there. Uh, if any of those platforms have an option for a review, shout out to 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 y'all. Please, you know, leave us a review. That would be dope. Um, it's going to help us, you know, move further in the algorithm when people are searching for new podcasts that they can find this one and they can see how many stars it's rated or the comments that we've been giving. You know? So with that, you know, we out here, we want you to stay safe, stay, stay healthy, stay happy. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. You, you know, dig? Good. You dig? We out here.